Three, two, one, and we are live. We have special, special, special guests on the show tonight. The world's number one mental health podcast. A mental health podcast. The world, yeah. This oh. is a mental health podcast. Although last week we didn't have anybody with mental health, we just had a a nice girl on. But uh, she is a bipolar warrior princess. Amazing. <laughs> I met her in the psych hospital. How long ago? Oh my god, long time ago. How long? How long you think? I think like 11 years. Probably something like that. I, to be honest, Maria, I love what? you, Mariah. <laughs> I don't remember the hospital at all. I can't recall you anything. You wouldn't remember the hospital because like the first couple of days you were there, you had one-on-one nurse and you freaked some of the nurses out too that were one-on-one with you. What was I doing? Going crazy. I was not going. Yeah, I was. You had no clothes on, first of all, because you're not allowed to wear, like, if you're, like, high risk or whatever, you're not allowed to wear your personal clothes, so you had to wear a nightgown. So you had a front and back nightgown with some socks. You know, you have to wear those stupid socks. Cause I love those socks. Those yellow. Oh, God, I, I can't love stand them. them. Those socks. You have to wear those socks. And they were, like, and you, yeah, it was just the worst. And the nurses how many, were so How scared. many times have you... Do you know how many times you've been in the hospital? Since my whole entire yeah, life? Yeah, like not exact, but around? It depends. I think now that when I'm in my, now that I'm like, the past couple, year and a half, I haven't been to the hospital. Yeah, you've been good. I remember, okay, so let's rewind. Actually. Maybe I, two I got years little, I, yeah. I haven't been to the hospital. No, longer than that, dude. For psych, psych, not my allergic reaction. Yeah, I know you have your reaction. <laughs> I remember... When we went to that day program after the hospital, sometimes there's this program they have. You go for like two weeks. Oh, it That's matters. when we really got, you know, tight or whatever. Yeah, I remember walking in. I'm like, oh, shit, Maria's here, you know, from the hospital. Yeah, we you, were it like, off. you were like, what kind of food? Is? Remember the food that they gave us? He was like, this is like, kid, like worse than kindergarten. Food. Yeah, it was horrible. I, those days were horrible. But look how far you've come. Like, uh... Back then, like, you weren't working. I remember you were Yeah, you pushed heavy. me to go to work. You're like, you're fine, you're fine, you're normal. You should go back to work. I was like, I'm not. I'm not 100% better. But I remember you were heavy. Very You had heavy. a lot of acne. You were very emotional. I remember, like, a couple of days you were crying. I would just break down and cry yeah. for no reason. Now, do you look back at all and say, look how far I've came? How many years ago was that? Eight years? Nine years? Maybe. I think for the past maybe four years, I've probably worked on myself to be better. I think it had to do a lot with my mom, too. I think she was my trigger, too. You know how people have bipolar triggers, certain things, environment, smell, aspect. You know, people that have, like, you know, it's kind of like when people say, you, oh, it's PTSDs. You know, like a, a sound or or place or smell can trigger your effects so when you're talking it kind of goes with people that have bipolar issues too like you know a place a sound a person a family member things in life just triggers you when you say trigger like how extreme is the trigger like one minute you could be happy the next you're depressed or you deal with it you brush it off i think it all depends because sometimes a tone of voice of someone or the way they think or their views or something with your main your your head and the way it thinks it can make you go from zero to a hundred i remember my mom used to say certain things to me and i'll be like fuck you you know like i went from like stop stop talking about it to the point where i couldn't even as much as i try to say stop stop talking about it i kind of wanted to like let it go 
she kept on egging on and kept on going and I, and that's when I I I would be like fuck you even, stop even when you got super angry she would egg you on even more yeah like she always she was one of those people that had had the last word yeah and she just kept on going even knowing like about your bipolar and going through all this she yeah. didn't care but you have to keep in mind like you know she's not very well educated like for them the whole bipolar thing is a new thing let's talk them. about that actually yeah, so like you're when, Ecuadorian yeah, right. well, it's Spanish parents, from, straight from, from Ecuador, old school. Yeah, old school, very old school. The whole like, cultural idea of like mental health is not a normal thing over there. Like for them, if you're a mental health, you're in like an insane asylum. That's kind of how it. That's kind of how it was with my dad a little bit. You yeah. know, and a little. Well, your yeah, dad was older than your yeah, mom. Yeah, you yeah. Know my I mean? mom is in the medical field, so she understands Sissy, a little more. Yeah. Like I had an easy life. Yeah. Compared to like people that I hear stories with, with that are bipolar, like well, in the hospitals, I've had in a very easy life. Even though I go crazy all the time, I don't yeah. really have a bad house, like a family house. I know you and your dad. And that man, we don't talk. That's. But that's, he's close-minded. He doesn't know. He thinks he knows, but he doesn't know. Yeah. And I think he tries to. He actually left my mom when I was eighteen. When I first was fully diagnosed uh-huh. with bipolar, and he left my mom and was like, "I can't deal with this," and left. Like that's one one of my reasons my parents broke like like broke up. The- so that was a so it was because of you he left. Yeah. How does that he, make you feel like growing up like? What else am I gonna do? The man. Well, I know what else you're gonna do. Now you're over it, but yeah. at the moment, like your dad left your He's house like, because I can't, of you. I can't deal with this. Well, I can't take. I can't, I don't know what this is all about. I can't live in this house where you know she's like. Up and down, happening one minute, not there. You also have to keep in mind, like, they found out I was doing drugs, too, because I was doing the uppers and downers to what, keep what my mind of, stable. Uh... So they were like, he was like, I don't want to do this anymore. And he left. And they came back. He came, my parents have a weird relationship. They break up, yeah. come back, break up, come back. And then that was the thing, but. How are they now? So finally, at almost 60 years old, they're getting a divorce, though. I mean, your mom seems happy. I remember talking to her on FaceTime. She yeah, lives in Ecuador she's, now. She's, she left. She's better now. Yeah. She's, like, moved. And she, like, you know, she's just living her life, the simple life. I guess this is kind of, you know, like, when people get, like, um, it's just weird. Because it's, like, all her kids are grown up now. Like, she doesn't have to worry. Like, now she just has to worry about herself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that's why she she moved and she got she went back to Ecuador Got herself a dog and a cat now. Doesn't she have like a farm out there? Like animals? She lives in a farm. I remember you showed me a picture of horses. She lives in a farm, 50 acre farm with a bunch of horses and gals, living the simple life. She's living good though out there with what she's got. Yeah, you know she lives I mean? on her pension, you know. She's going yeah. through a divorce, but she's living her pension. She's living her life. So That's dope. So let's talk about, you just said you were doing a lot of drugs. What, how old were you when you started, and what kind of drugs did you start doing? I don't know. I think I was like 18 or so 17. So you started late. I started late in the game. Yeah. But what I, kind of drugs were you doing? I was like, like doing coke and ecstasy. A lot of it? Or like... Weed. I think one time I went to like a coke bench all night. I did from, I've done that. <laughs> <laughs> I think I went from like... I went from like... 10 in the morning till like th- 4 o'clock in the morning the next day you know yeah that mean? shit gets crazy I and remember. then I try to go back <laughs> home and sleep and I'll be like I can't yeah. sleep I have one I have a lot of crazy memories with cocaine when I used to live in Florida but one really stuck out we were in uh, the Hamptons one day 
and there was like an after party. We followed these Spanish kids to the yeah. after party, and it was all like Colombians and Spanish, Cubans, uh-huh. and they had like the best coke. Like and me and my coke. boys were doing it all night. <laughs> like, yeah. I didn't even like it. I hated it. All I did was quiet, and I smoked cigarettes. Everybody yeah. says, oh, I get... Uh, Outgoing, I get it keeps it's, me focused. I'm well, like, it's the no. whole thing with the uppers and downers, you know, people that do colors, you want you do it to stay up, to be happy, to like be in the level to con- that's why they call it the party drug because yeah. you just stay up and join everybody in the party. You just, yeah, it's yeah, a that's party true. drug. Now, when you were doing coke, were you doing it because you were depressed or because you just want to have a good I don't time? honestly, you I don't remember? think people really people that have mental issues don't even realize why they do the drug sometimes. I think people just do it just to do it because they need something. That's I so think funny. I don't that's think you insight. do I don't think you do it because you're like, "Oh, I just want to do drugs." because I'm bipolar. I think when you're in mental health and you're not medicated the way the doctor wants you to make, you're looking and searching for something to help you. So, for example, I think if if, if you're a bipolar person mm-hmm. and you're... I don't think you have in your head that you want to do drugs just to medicate. I think you just do it because you're like, I need something to keep up or I need something to bring me down. Oh, yeah, I don't yeah, even know where my emotions are right now, and the only thing I can do is this, and that's what you do. I don't think it's the fact that you know why you're doing the drugs. I just think you do it because you need to, because you're you don't know what else. You don't know to what's do. going. You don't know what's going on. You're having all these symptoms. You don't know what else to do. You don't know, you don't know how to self medicate. So you you're not like I'm gonna do drugs because you know this drug is gonna help me bring up and down. No, yeah. like you just do drugs because you just don't know what else to do. And then that's when you start figuring out, you know, uppers and downers. And did stuff. you like cocaine? Like, did you enjoy it when you did it? I like it? A, a cocaine for, like, party reasons, not, like, a everyday See, reason. I'm, like, you the complete some, opposite. You know, sometimes people will be, like, they do coke casual here and there. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't. For me, I don't, no. I, never li- I did it. I never liked it, For though. me, it was, like, more of, like, a party. Like, yeah. to stay up with my friends. Yeah, I like... To be up and do yeah. things, you know, and to join, to be... That was the only reason I did it. That shit'll it keep me. you up for days. For days. Yeah. I told you, I was just, like... I remember that time I did, like, coke from, like, 10 in the morning to, like, 4 o'clock in the, after, in the morning the next day. That's crazy. And then I went home and tried to sleep. How many people was there, like, hanging out, partying? You guys like drinking? Just hanging out, blowing lines? Dude, such people <laughs> blowing lines. That's fucking crazy i think it was like a labor yeah, day I'm, I'm happy though that you never got like serious drug issues no. did you ever have serious drug issues because i know I i've known you for so pot. long we never really touched that's not a drug i smoke then, weed all day every day and then like like pills were like i remember we used to sneak what kind in. of pills my mom used to have like really like a lot of surgeries done sometimes mm. and so like i remember taking like body sometimes yeah i used to take that yeah and stuff like but vitamin made me sick though it just made me sleepy and nauseous it's so funny you said that and because i, I felt the same way you i got they tell you to eat and I, then take it but yeah. i would eat and i'll take it and it would make me vomited nauseous and tired yeah, I didn't like it either. She used to have all these muzzle relaxers. I wasn't a big Viking guy. There's people that get hooked on that shit. Viking. I never tried oxy. I never tried heroin. I was like a party guy. I could never do heroin. I did them uh, psychedelics. I love psychedelics. I want. Yeah, I, I wish could I could live on mushrooms. mushrooms. I live on it. I would love I to live on it. I could never do shrooms. I always felt like I was gonna lose my fucking mind. Yo, it's the best. I couldn't yeah. do it now because. I'm older, I have mental health issues, yeah. I would feel like I'd be questioning myself I so like much. I feel like if I do it now, I would lose my mind. Yeah, but I, back in the day, like when I was, I started everything early. I was smoking weed when I was 12. I was doing mushrooms when I was 14. Yeah. I was, you know, selling ecstasy. I got caught when I was 14 selling ecstasy, shrooms. I got yeah. sent away. 
Like, thank God I had a good family because I remember me and my friend Chris. Mm. <laughs> obviously, I, know, I'm, I'm, yeah. I don't want to put him on blast like that. Yeah. But we were going to buy an ounce of crack. Oh my God. To sell. And my mom called me. She's like, come home. I got to talk to you about something. And I was a dirtbag, but I always respected my parents. Yeah. Uh, people liked me. I wasn't like robbing people. You know what I mean? Like, I was a respectable dirtbag. You yeah. know what I mean? So we were, I had the money. I was going to, I just picked up like my chain, my yeah. Jewish star, iced out. You know, oh Jewish star. I'm like, I'm right, going to buy this ounce of crack. We used to hang out in a crack house and sell weed to the to the crack dealer and all oh his my friends. God. So we were going to buy crack with the crack dealer that well, just got out of jail. Know? How did you find out? I'll tell you. Yo. Listen, listen. So I had it hidden in my wall. I had a hole in my wall. In your bedroom? Yeah, and I used to stuff weed. I would have like, you know, 10 pounds, 15 pounds stuffed in my wall. Money stuffed in my wall. And I had a poster above it. So you couldn't see the hole. It was a huge hole. It was like, you know, two foot hole that I used to stick my hand in. You what know the what fuck? I mean? I busted up one time I busted a hole when I had an ear infection. Yeah. I busted a hole with my foot. And Wait, then one is this day in the room that you live in? No, the small room. The small room. room. Yeah, yeah. So I busted a hole and uh one day I like I'm like, holy shit, I could see the bottom. I opened it up and looked in it. I'm like, yeah. I opened it up a little more and I started sticking weed in there. And me, stupid, I didn't realize, like, that shit stinks. You know what I mean? It's stinky. <laughs> so I had 10 pounds of weed in the fucking, in the wall, and it was stinking. I was So 14. your mom smelled my, it. My, I don't know if she smelled, I, that's the only reason why I could have, there's no way they're opening a poster, finding a hole, and going down there out of nowhere. So they had to she smell had it. To smell. She had to smell it. I want to ask her, actually. Remember wanna, the one time we drove you to the hospital, and the, you, like, you left weed in her car? In her console, and I was like, "Why I does love it weed, smell man. like weed in this Hold car?" Hold on, let, let me get. And your let mom me, was like, "I no, don't understand." Maria, you're like me, man. We go off on tangents. I know, but We're I'm just saying, like, she's not stupid. She's she's smoked this. She knows I smoke. She doesn't like it, but she yeah. Knows. So anyway, uh, the hole in the wall. The hole in the wall. So I got caught. Oh, we were like on our way to buy an ounce of crack to Jamaica Queens. We were gonna take over the crack house. We were yeah. gonna we were gonna take this guy out, the crack dealer. We were gonna set up shop. We were gonna rent the crack house from this guy. With we had Nick. everything planned out. Me and Mamoli. <laughs> we were like the fucking kingpins. We had everything God. planned out. And uh, my mom calls me. She says, "Get home. I got to I don't know. I think she beeped me because I, back then I had a cell phone, but she didn't know about it. Mm. I was like, I had it through this you guy. Had a I had a beeper. Oh. So she beeps me. I'm like, what's up, mom? She said, come home. I got to talk to you. It's important. So right there, I knew something was up, but I can't just blow off my mom and be like, fuck you. I'm going to the city to buy an ounce of crack. I'll, I'll be back. Yeah. So I went home, and all of this shit's laid out on the table. I'm like, fuck. Your weed and Yeah, all everything. That? My dad's like checking my pockets, finds like a couple thousand cash. Oh, God. Uh, you know, more baggies bagged up. He's like, where you getting this shit from? I'm like, nowhere. <laughs> I didn't tell him. But I, it was literally the guy down the block. My yeah. friend, you know him. Don't repeat him. Don't talk it on the podcast. <laughs> but he was, he used to, whatever. I don't even know where I'm going with the story, but. Um, what were we talking oh, about? Oh, so uh, they sent me to this place, this uh-huh. behavioral school, which was the best thing ever. Like, I got out. I was getting good grades in high school. Yeah. I went from never going to school Skipping school every day, smoking weed all day, you know what I mean? Not yeah. caring about authority, telling everybody to go fuck themselves. Yeah. I was a rebel. I was the worst kid ever. Yeah. We used to get, we, me and my friend used to cut school and we'd tape, we'd have a video camera and we'd video camera the security guard chasing us through the woods, through the people's houses, jumping oh fences. <laughs> it was like, that was like the whole fun. Like, all right, let's get this guy and have him chase us. And all he had to do was see our faces 
and then he'd report us to the school. We'd get in-school suspension for two days, and that's it. They call our parents. But we got we used to cut so much, and we'd have to get back on campus to mm. go back on the bus. So they would literally the security guard when they couldn't when after like three months of school, they knew us by our shoes. We would go on campus, yeah. and they'd be like, we'd hide our faces, you know what I mean? Yeah. And he'd roll up, and he'd be like, oh, that's Keith, that's this. I'd be like, yeah, you caught us. <laughs> yeah. We got to get on the bus to go home. But uh, it was crazy, man. We lived a crazy life. But I want to get more back into you. I just got on like a Kanye West tantrum. <laughs> but no, but that's what we're talking about, yeah, right? Was, like why people do drugs. Yeah, like, that's you know? great. And I'm why glad you brought do, that up. Because and like why are mental health people conscious even of why they do drugs? It's basically what we can't, we were talking about. And you really are not conscious. I'd like if you if you have no. If you don't have therapy, if you don't have counseling, if you don't have any sort of medical, if you're not taking medication and you're not really diagnosed, because a lot of people are not diagnosed. Absolutely, be because they they self medicate with drugs. They have symptoms as they get older, they get and they sim- self medicate with I drugs. And I feel like for that's what me, I used to do like, when I was a kid. My symptoms started at nine. Yeah, let's. That's what I want to get into. Like, that, I yeah, remember when that. I was nine years old or like older, I had like a panic attack and like in my explain, third, fourth you, grade. I don't mean to cut you off, Maria, but can you explain like that panic attack? What? It consisted of because everybody's different when a panic I don't even know attacks. because sometimes people don't even realize that they're having a panic attack. Yeah. I some people can be like, "Wow, I am feeling some kind of strange feeling right now," yeah. but sometimes you don't feel that a panic attack is coming. It just comes. Like for me, I it's on me the thoughts. A lot of my anxiety comes from like the racing thoughts. Yeah. The constant like. It's not voices that you hear in your head. It's just the constant thoughts, your your thinking, your logic, the way you see things, the way you have a perspective. Which, in reality, I don't even think it's like that. I just think like people who have just bipolar or have racing thoughts make such a little thing such a big ordeal, and you tend to be like, "Why yeah. am I thinking so deeply into yeah, this, and why my am I problem. breaking this into?" five different categories when in reality is not even five things five different categories it's just one minor thing so i think when i was a kid i used to overthink a lot and i used to overthink of the fact that i was just like oh this teacher is gonna look at me in the wrong way and know that i failed my class or i'm not doing my homework or blah 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 and i remember i used to just throwing up in her class i used to go home and have nightmares i couldn't sleep and i think that's where the whole racing thought of like me not able to sleep at night losing my sleep was the fact when i you know like now i take medication to go to sleep but i have to because if i don't take it my racing thoughts overtake and then i can't sleep you take medicine in the morning well, like sleeping, yeah. So I'm the one in the antidepressant and then the other one for sleep. But I think it's like, I you know, people who have bipolar with racing thoughts, you need sleep. Otherwise, you can't function. Yeah. And you know why? Me, yeah. Because the racing thoughts become make you think over thing and over thing, and then that's what the mania starts. And so you need sleep. So I think mania. What a rush. Yeah. I think, like, when I used to be younger and I had the the crazy panic attack of that teacher, um, I used to wake up in the middle of the night throwing up, feeling like I'm short out of breath and stuff like that. And my parents were like, what's going on? Like, this is so weird. Yeah, well, how old were you when this was going on? I was, like, nine, ten years old. That's crazy. I got like, to the point that I had to get switched out of class and go to yeah, a Yeah, talk about class. that. Like, I remember you saying, like, in high school, you never really... 
in high school, school I mean, you were like antisocial kind of yeah, like, that many friends nope I didn't want to have friends you know why I didn't want to have friends because I felt like if I if I had friends they would like then I would have to explain to my like my parents were weird like what, parents, in what way my parents were you have to understand my father is a is a person that used to judge every person of my life friends not friends Anything. I remember one time he went to pick me up at school because I was, like, having a, an issue, a mental health uh-huh. issue, and he was walking down the hallways. And you know when you're in high school, you know, you have the, the teenage pregnancy one. You know, the girls are pregnant in yeah. high school. So he's picking me up in high school. I'm having a nervous breakdown crisis, freaking out because I don't know what's going on with my mental. Like, my head, my body is in a different way. And he, all he does is walk down the hallway and be like, what a disgrace. You know, like, look at you. You're pregnant. Like, he's like, say, say that, that to somebody. Him. Yeah. That's so weird because I got such a good vibe from him when I met him. Yeah, but my dad's not like that. Like, he might be nice to strangers, That's but what not I mean. like, he not was, too. He's a sneaky guy. Yeah. Uh. So he, he, I'm pick, I'm like lost in my head and my body and all this mental health. And instead of being like, okay, Marie, it's okay. I'm going to take you to the hospital. It's going to be all right. And it's like, oh, you made me get out of work for this to pick you up. And then as he was walking down the hallway, I think he saw like one or two girls that they were like pregnant in high school, which is, you know, it happens. <laughs> and then he, he'll be like, oh, your parents should be very disappointed in the fact that you're pregnant. Like he's just saying this shit. How old were you when this was going on? I was like 17, 18 so years what, old. what? Well, like he used to say this in Spanish to them, like you know, as he was walking down the hallway, and gives them a dirty look. And I used to see the girls yeah, be like, "I can't imagine that you going through your mental health." I felt so embarrassed. I was like, I mean, "I'm like, having a fucking breakdown that I don't even know what's going on." And he's like, dissing people, these kids, they're kids in yeah, high school. That's crazy. If they got pregnant, that's you know, like you know, they have their own parents to be. Did you judge them? But he used to just judge every single person. I think maybe dad had his own personal issues. Isn't it so weird how people are, like, <clears throat> they pretend who they're not to other people? Yeah. And they act so different towards so other yeah. people. Like, what this one With seeing. somebody else, they have, like, multiple personalities. They're, like, totally different. Uh-huh. Like, we have a friend. Let's not bring her up. But her mother is, like, you know, vicious to her and then to other people she's like oh my god hey I that's my dad <laughs> no but it is but like that's my, crazy my dad is that same boy my dad would be like to like my sister my brother my mom fuck you go fuck yourself you know who the fuck you are blah, yeah blah, blah. that's crazy like, we even tried to do something nice for him for his birthday yeah he, like completely dissed us out wow. for that whole thing and I was just like, okay. But meanwhile, he meets a stranger in the fucking streets and be like, yo, what's up? Yeah. Like, what are you doing? You want a job? I'll help you find a job. And I'm just like, you're a fucking weirdo. That is crazy, dude. Like, yeah, That's because the vibe I got him. from him, he was super nice. Like, I'm, I'm meeting a lot of people like this lately. Yeah. That's the one thing with me. I may not be the smartest, but I'm always consistent with my personality, except when I go manic. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, when you go mad. When I go mad, that's a completely different story. I'm a, I turn into like a beast. Well, that's what I try to explain. But I'm consistent with my personality. I'm kind. I'm respectable. Same thing with you. Like, yeah. it's weird to me how you were saying, like, in high school, you were, like, antisocial. I wasn't. I didn't want to be friends you with anybody. You didn't have any friends? Because if I had friends, then my father would judge my friends. Is that if why had, you yeah, didn't bring them? I didn't, you have, didn't have anybody? Is that, like, the main reason? Like, that was the, back the main of your head, reason. Like, I don't want them to meet my father. I didn't, want my, I didn't want my friends to meet my father. I didn't want my friends to be my mother. I didn't want my friends to 
know about my parents' marital status. I didn't want my friends to know that my parents were um, dysfunctional as a marriage couple. I didn't want my uh, people to know that my relationship with my parents were like more friends than mother and father. Like, that's yeah. the thing that I didn't want people to know. And the less I knew people, the better, the less I would get myself in trouble. So if I knew people, then, then they would be like, so who are they? Do they, you know, like, they would just question everything in their lives. Like, do they have siblings? And how old are their siblings? And yeah, their mom crazy. and dad. And were, all you, uh, were you But it was just, like, worse. very lonely, huh? Growing up? I did. All I did, you know, I did when I was a kid. I used to share a room with my sister when we were when we were younger, and my sister used to fucking hate me, and that's why like at some point my sister and my brothers like I got my own room and they switched to have a room together, um but I just I couldn't I spent my days reading books, listening to Pink Floyd, <laughs> Dark Dark Side yeah, of the Moon. Yeah, but in a way that benefited you because you're super smart now. You have insight on a lot of stuff. Yeah, like whenever we go out. That, what? Why it mind boggled me so much is because you're so social now. Mm. Like we go out and you're like, oh hey, what's everybody, up? Nice to meet you. You talk to everybody. Everybody's friendly. Everybody's your friend. Everybody likes you. You know what I mean? Like you're the Maria. The, the you're like the sweet, yeah, innocent, cool, laid back, uh, friendly, person. laid back, go with the flow type yeah. of deal. Only thing <laughs> that kind of gets to me with you, not even talking, that's that nothing. What? You always got to ask Brian, you want to do this? It's like, no, you <laughs> fucking make the decision. I love Brian. Let's talk about that. That's a great topic. <laughs> because I know when we met in the hospital, you were very overweight. And I know deep down you felt you would never find but anybody. You have... Is that true? Because I remember you were telling me, I'm never going to find a guy. Well, Here's you have to go. understand yeah. that a lot of things happened to me when I was bipolar with men, too. Like what, what? What's the most? I, we don't have to get into like all the things because that'll take forever. Yeah. But name like the. Can you, you talk have, about the most significant thing that really stuck in your in your brain? For me, like. And how when, old you were, and what happened? What was your mind frame for like? For me, like I have always had issue with men since mm-hmm. I was five, because I was abused by one of my dad's uh, cousins. Okay, I, I'm so gonna ask you this question. Hold on, hold on. I'm gonna ask you this question. When you say, can we? Actually, I don't want to dig deeper into that. That could get you... Well, let's just keep... We'll save yeah, that for abuse. another yeah, day. Yeah, abuse, abuse. We'll okay. save that for another day. I like so, to get into detail. Like, yeah. <laughs> but anyway. you have to understand, like, so, okay. I was five, okay. I was abused by one of my dad's... Like, sexually abused by my dad's cousin. And then I also was abused by my grandmother mentally. Like, like emotionally, she she fucked me over. Sometimes that could be worse than Yeah, so, you know, I mean, when she know. died, it was kind of weird... I, I went to church. I wasn't into, like, a religion, per se. I just went to a church nearby and uh-huh. stayed there. And, like, I didn't even, like, pray or anything. I just sat there for the peace and quiet and tranquility of yeah. the sound of church. How old were you when you did this? I'm sorry. You might have I, said it. I don't I remember. Like around? I was, like, probably in my mid-20s, almost early 30s. Oh, so it was... It was Not recently. Too, yeah. Yeah, like, it was in, like, my mid-20s, early 30s. When she died, I literally went to church. I literally didn't go to church to pray. I didn't go is to Is this anything. when you became, when you found Mormon? No, this is before that, I 
thing. Okay. I don't so, know. I know you were a Mormon for a little bit. You were, you tried I out the vegan really, thing. I don't. You know what happens with religion? Religion and people with mental health sometimes we take it too overboard and too much, and that's why I have to push back sometimes. Yeah, you were heavy. You were into it, not like heavy, but I remember you were watching the the past, like but, the Mormon yeah, past. Yeah, things that they have. Like, what made you say, you know what, this religion is for me? Let me try it out. Like, did people come to you and say, I think try this, happened, or you went to them? What What was the process? I think what happened is like it wasn't so much that I went to them. They came to me. It was young girls. How'd you find them? How'd they find you? My mom's friend. Okay. And they came came to to my house. house. They came to my house a couple times, and I, I, I tell my brother, tell them I'm not here. And they, and my brother would be like, fine, Dad, she's not here. And they would, and then finally one day they came, and there was like, it was snowing outside, and I was like, I can't fucking leave them outside. It's fucking snowing. I feel so bad. So I let them in. So your mom's a Mormon? No, my mom is not a Mormon. She's not a Catholic anymore, though. I say it like I know what a Mormon is. I don't even know what a Mormon, what they follow, what their religion is. I just when I hear Mormon, I hear like, I think this is very ignorant of me. I feel mm. I think I uh, polygamists like yeah. the, the Warren Jeff guy in Utah, yeah. like marry ten wives, rape their fucking That's cousins. That's what most people that they. That's they, what I think. Most you know people I mean? that are in the church they don't they don't call themselves Mormon. But you're a Jew now. They call them LDS. <laughs> I'm a I'm a Jew from one Jew to another. Jew, you know? <laughs> Everybody, let's let's keep it light for a second. Maria thinks she's Jewish I'm because Jewish. Her, her grandfather from my 1920s, what was my 1920s grandfather. Um, she thinks she's a Jew. She's a Jew. So. Let's get back on track, uh, even though we're on track, whatever. Uh, so the Mormon, late, the girls came in the well, snow. Well, yeah, well, they came in the snow. And you were like, all right, come All right, on so they came and they talked. And I, I, I think at that time, I just needed some sense of help, I guess, some sense of stability, some sense of order, structure, just to focus and to like make me focus on my mental health. Mm. I think that's where it came from. I think I think it just came from the fact that I just needed some sort of like stability and some sort of like you needed hope, a structure, faith, hope. so hope, yeah. faith, something to Everybody like. Everybody needs that. Help me and where they find with, it is, you know, with my thing of like my mental health and then help. I don't really follow all the stuff too much anymore, but like you pray. I pray when I have to. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah. So when I have to pray and stuff like that, but I'm not too involved because I know that. Sometimes I get too overwhelmed with it, and that's, that's you know what thing. I've learned with people with bipolar. We take it to the extreme. Way too much. To Even extreme. with this podcast that I'm doing, I'm calling everybody. I'm like, get on my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm driving around, like talking to people. Yo, you want to be on the podcast? Way too extreme. It's too extreme. Yeah. I know, but it could be good, like in a way where if we find something that's positive, and we dive ourselves into that, yeah, that could be good. Like, let's talk about. So you work with animals, you're an animal activist, basically, you do fun, I know you attend the fundraisers, and like, you're all about animals, and you help animals, you have, you know, and how many the, cats you have? I got three. Crazy cat lady. <laughs> three cats and a dog. And a so dog. So, you love animals. But you have to understand, like, I think people that, are, like, work in this industry, most of them are, they have some sort of mental health issue. I, uh, yeah. And I think the reason is why, is because, like... People who have mental health issues, what do they tend to do for themselves? They go out there and get a pet, whether it's a cat or a dog, because they want some sort of thing to take care of. It kind of like helps you motivate to take your dog out for a walk or, you know, it pushes you to do. Plus, you have the (laughs) unconditional love of a pet that they would never judge you or treat you bad or 
say anything mean to you and you when you're sick or you're upset or something you always have a pet that you can come to and pet and it's amazing and, they, and i think you know people call it that like you know when we were in the hospital I, I was remember bring that up. pet we, therapy pet you therapy come, you get the dog yeah we like pet the dog go around so yeah. i think it's just most of the people that are in this industry get that it gets a little overwhelmed what i do sometimes um at my job but most for the most part people who have mental health get get animals to help them treat themselves you know like i mean i understand animal love you know what i mean definitely yeah. people love animals but they're it, beautiful you know yeah. the eyes the eyes of an animal is amazing but you're like on another level like every we go to a party and it's like the dog if they have a dog <laughs> that you're like hugging it and shit I'm like, okay. like my sister's party yeah you were like, you're like hugging the, the dog the whole tyson. fucking time yeah that's a cute dog though. it is tyson's a nice dog let's jump back into the bipolar for a minute um so everybody experiences mania in a different way, right? Yeah. Like I experience it, I get super outgoing, super uh, like, like uh, my perspective on life ch- switches to so much where I think I could actually change the world, to take over the world, to become president. I don't get violent. Um, I've never gotten violent a day in my life, but some people get violent. You know, some what I mean? people get violent. Not not violent with the fact that they're slashing people and they become no. killers, but they punch. They Wait, become. They get crazy. They yeah. Yell. You're you don't. How do you get like me personally? I get like I said, super happy. I can take. Over I the get. Look. My I get violent is, in the sense of like throwing things and yelling and screaming if somebody tries to stop me from doing what I want to me do. Me too. You get. I get irritable. Yeah. Irritable. I don't so, get violent. Because your your mania is so high up that you're like on unstoppable and you want to do all these things and when tom- someone is telling you you can't do that you're out of you're out of control you're past this thing you're like what you're basically they're putting like a, a stop like they're pumping the brakes and the mania and you're like i cannot stop this mania this mania is helping me right now yeah so you become, i agree yeah you yeah you irritable. feel invincible you can do anything and in the beginning i feel like i can like the hypomania they call it it's before yeah. you're super manic where like your whole Reality is carved out of madness. I guess you could say it's like yeah. you, before you're out there. You know, you have you want to do this business, you want to do that, you want to do this. And in the beginning, like for me, I go out. You know, when I'm getting a little crazy, a little manic, I like to go out and party and dance with girls. And mm-hmm. and there's no feeling like you talking to somebody, and you could actually tell they're engaged in what you're saying. They like what you're mm-hmm. saying. They're feeling it. You know what I mean? Because to be honest, when I'm not like going through my manic stage, I don't go up to people like and just talk to them. You know what I mean? Yeah, no. I talk to people, but I'm not like my friend Jesus. See, with my manic thing, it was just like I wanted to go out and yeah, and having party, a party and, and meet drink, people, hang out. And hang out with people. My friend, I, my friend Jesus, like I don't know how he does it. He doesn't take medic. The co-host Jesus, everybody knows him. <laughs> he doesn't take medication. He's been good for years. He goes out, he talks to everybody. He's always smiling. He's always confident. And me, I only get like that when I'm in my manic state. I look at him, I'm like, I go out with him, and I'm like, how do you do this? You know what I mean? Like, he's always talking to somebody, always into it with somebody. I mean, if someone talks to me, I'm a talker. I like to talk to people, you know what I mean? But I can't go out of my way and just go up to a girl and be like, hey, what's up? Sometimes (laughs) it's easier for others, you know, to do it. Like, for me, I'm just easy to be friends with people, but, like, to go and hit on a guy or like I can't do it. Yeah, I can't hit on a girl. I, I can't. I befriend all my all these girls that I hang out with. I befriend. And then like if this a guy girl, tries to the, hit on yeah. me, then I'm like, I'm like, I'm questioning every second. Like, uh, is this guy trying to get into my pants? Uh, for yeah. girls, it's different because I'm sure guys they always want to try to get in your pants. Like just for just talking. I met a friend in the 
CPAP. She just called me just now. She's a young girl. She's beautiful. You know uh-huh. what I mean? She's 19. She's beautiful. But I'm like, no. Friends. You know, yeah. Every girl I meet, I'm not. And there's one girl that I have a huge crush on. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't pursue it because like I, I need to figure out my own stuff before I get a girlfriend. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not in no place to get a girl right now. I literally just got out of the hospital. Well, I was single for a very long time. Yeah. And it's not, I mean, it is hard to find somebody, but it's really not. It, it's always, it could always be that one person. You go out and you meet somebody, next thing you know, you guys are clicking. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm not, like, desperate to meet anybody right now. I'm just having fun going out with my friends. I was single for, like, ten years. Yeah. Like my last... t- let's talk about this relationship. This is a great topic. <laughs> this is my a, last talk relationship about, was, yeah, like... Let's, that's a good one. My last relationship was horrible. Like, I dated this man for three years. Were you... Um, I was off were meds. Were you stable? No, no. So you weren't. I was so not let's stable. Let's go through that. Talk about that. I wasn't stable. You were drinking a lot? I, I was off meds. I think I told him you? that I was bipolar. I don't I was like 21 maybe. How old are you now? 33? I'm going to be 35 next Jeez, month. You old bag. I know. I'm no. <laughs> but I think I was like 21 when I first met this guy. 21, 22 or something like that. I dated him. For three years, he knew I had like some sort of mental health. Um, mm. I don't think I, I don't remember if I went. Is this into guy detail. got engaged to? No, no, that okay. was another guy. Right. This is a guy that I don't know how. Like, I don't know if I fully told him about my mental health. I was, I'm not sure if I fully told him about my mental health. But I dated him for three Isn't years. Isn't it hard though? Let's talk about that. Some people take it. I hate. It's for you know, me. I, now I don't give a shit. I'll be like, this is what I have, exactly. and this is what I am, and this is what I go through, and I don't give a shit whether that person's like, oh, I can't deal with this, or yeah. I cannot. And but I let's and I get always, back. Let's get back to what we were talking about what? with the what was his name again? The one you got the second boyfriend when we were we were just talking about that I was engaged to. No, the other guy that we were just talking about like a, two seconds ago. What was his name? You forget? I forget. Which you were just talking about a guy you were unstable you oh, knew about so your mental I, health I was here I was dating him for three years what was Seth right Seth let's talk about Seth in one minute let's talk about telling your spouse about being bipolar that's a good topic Yo. so I told I tell all my everybody I mean mm-hmm. but some people don't know about it you know what I mean and no, they, they hear don't. it oh they say they, but they oh, say, yeah, oh I it's understand. fine it's f- exactly I and understand. then it happens and I they're like they is. don't know what the fuck to and do and then, then they're like they have like this dictionary definition of what bipolar is but they don't have the true definition of how bipolar has different levels of of definition because i remember when i first got diagnosed i was 21 i felt so crazy i couldn't tell anybody you know when it first happened i was so fucking like oh my god i'm nuts this is crazy i didn't tell my girlfriend for like a year Mm -hmm. that i had it and now I'm like so open because about it, but afraid. people don't people don't know what the fuck it is. You say yeah, like we were talking about to that girl, the young girl that we had on the podcast last episode, mm-hmm. and I was like I was manic, you know, and I assume people know what that means. No. She's like I don't know what she's like I don't even know what that is, and you're scaring me. I'm like nah, I want me to explain it, and uh, it's hard to explain to people because they don't understand. Like, but do at you some remember point, that one time we hold on, hold on, hold on. At, let me just pick a point real quick and I'll go back to it. Okay. At one point. They say, yeah, it's fine, it's fine, don't worry about it because you're normal. But then when it happens, like, I had no idea it was like that. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I've had girls, of course, leave me because of it. Um, and uh, it's just, you know, I thought you said it was okay, you know? 
But that's because they have the book definition. Exactly. The, di- the definition of, of what the book... Ups books, and downs. You have ups and downs. It's just the basic generic definition of what a dictionary might say, what bipolar is. But in reality, bipolar has some different levels of definitions. Different What are some of the definitions you think people have of it? People, they just say, you're happy, you're sad. That's what I think. Most people but are I like, thought you're it, happy I, I, and you're thought, sad. I thought it was like, you're crazy when I first heard it. Like, you're yeah. nuts. I didn't even think happy sad. I, I really only heard it, like, very seldom. I was 21. Yeah. And the lady's like, yeah, so there's a disease called bipolar, and you have that, and you have to take this medication for the rest yeah. of your life. I'm not going to beat around the bush, Keith. You see this medication that I'm writing you? You have to take it for the rest of your life. Ten minutes... An hour later, you go to the pharmacy. Your mom goes to the pharmacy. She brings it home, and there's ten pills. And you're looking at it like, "What the fuck? Yeah. I gotta take this for the rest of my life." I was fine all my life. Yeah. I was fine, but was I really fine? Because I was doing drugs when I was 14. Yeah. I was skipping school. I wasn't going. I wasn't. I was having bad behavior. I was fighting. So was I really fine all my life? I say I was, but then when I was 21, I thought the TV was talking I, to me. I I never thought I was fine my whole life. I thought I was. I thought nothing when I was me. five or six years old, I wasn't good. fine. Good. <laughs> I wasn't fine. I uh, had a lot tell of me issues. what, like, you remember being that young? Look, I remember <laughs> being that young and having that's like, crazy. Like remembering that shit. Like five or six. I think you know what happened. It's it's when I was sexually abused by my dad's cousin. Mm. I think everything went worse. And then when I moved with my parents here... I gotta ask you, because I'm dying to know. Mm-hmm. When you say abuse, he, phys- he literally went the he, full way with you? Like, he, like, molested me. Okay. Yeah. And so, like... I don't know. How, I think crazy. after that, and then when I left... La- I didn't tell anybody about it. it. And then I left, la- and then I came, and then I moved in with, like, my, my parents, and that was, like, a different thing, living with them, and living in a different country... And then at nine, with my anxieties and stuff like that, being transferred out of class. And then by the age of 14, 15, I started to realize that my brain and my thoughts were not properly sinking in. And that's where I, that's where I refused to have friends. I didn't want to have friends because I didn't want my parents to judge my friends or to know who I was hanging out with. And I felt like if, you know, sometimes people say, like, you're the reflection of your friends is the person who you are. And so then I didn't want my parents to really know who the hell I was. I want my parents to know me as, as nothing, as, like, a mystery, as, like, nothing at all. And I think so that's what happened. I think how, many, how many years did you go isolated, not socializing? I like, think when I turned 17, 18, that's when I had my first nervous breakdown. And I just broke down and was just, like... You broke down. So, but when did you get out of that shell? Because you did have a boyfriend for years. I think you know, when now I turned you're like, seventeen, you're you have your own. You're like, well, you when know. I turned seventeen, that's when the whole like crazy manic and drugs and stuff. And then eighteen, that's when I just like completely you, okay lost it. That was one of my nervous breakdowns. You just had it out of nowhere. Yeah, it just happened. I didn't even know I was having a nervous breakdown. So you were pretty isolated throughout your teens, right? Yeah, you, you see my sister and my brother, they're like, they had friends, they were yeah, the football how'd team. How'd that make you feel, actually? My mom, like, I remember them once, hanging out with friends and going out and you were just sitting home listening to music. My mom would be like, I remember like my mom would be like, oh, we went to buy a dress for your sister for prom. Like my sister went to prom twice, right? She's like, we went to buy a dress for your sister to prom. 
and da 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 da. She was like gagging and going, oh, so cute about buying. And I, I never went to prom because I didn't want to deal with any of that stuff. And I was like, that's great for you that you're all like in love with Carmen's little, you know, my sister played field hockey. So she was like, oh, Carmen in her game. Yeah, I was talking about What was that like? And so for me, was like, yeah, I'm like, that's what she chose. She, and then she turned around one day and she was like, well, you could have done this in school too if you wanted to. And I was like, no, I couldn't. I was like, I had some issues that I could not Must have been really tough do. growing up with some old school Ecuadorian parents yeah. that really didn't know. Like, in her head, she's like, you could, you could have chose to live this life, too. Like, you had the right to do it. You could have done this. You, basically, you were too lazy to do it. I wasn't lazy. I just didn't want to. Yeah. I was scared. I was fearful. Fear. I was anxiety. Yeah, I had a lot of fear all the time. I had anxiety. I had uh, trauma. I had insecurities of it that's why i isolated myself because if i i opened up to myself i felt like people were gonna come after me and be like um make fun of me or like joke or they would truly know my true feelings and my racing thoughts and stuff like that so that's why i had a lot of issues growing up yeah that's why i had to like but now i mean let's let's fast forward you know, you're 30, you're going to be 35 when? Next month. Party! <laughs> Getting the bitches. Okay. Um, I'm in your apartment, beautiful yeah. apartment. You know what I mean? You live on your own. Yeah. You got a nice car out there, you work, you have a boyfriend. Which Take I care d- of your responsibilities. Yeah. Uh, your boyfriend is a very nice guy, by the way. Yeah. I just- how, how did you guys meet? Oh. Like, what was his move? How did he approach you? I don't think there was such a thing as a move because like it's funny because like all the guys that I've dated before I've never met them before as people like you know what I'm trying no, to I say no I have no idea what you're saying so alright so like Seth I met at a party with friends I never even knew about him and then somehow we started dating um and then Justin I knew but he like dated some other girl but I really didn't know him as a person mm. and then somehow we dated with You didn't get to know them. No. You with just Brian in. it's like well Brian's younger than me, like seven seven years younger than me. That's crazy. So like <laughs> I want a girlfriend seven years younger. <laughs> so you have to understand like I think I at that I was like twenty one when I first met him and I was four he was fourteen. So I was twenty one, he was fourteen um, I worked at this music store. He went in there to get guitar lessons. And then um, he worked. So he went there to get guitar lessons. Uh-huh. And so his mom used to drive. And me and his mom used to talk. Um, and so I was, so I knew of him when he was 14. I was 21. He was young. Um, and that was it. And then years later, um, we hung out. When he was, how'd you meet? How'd you get? How to get your number? How you... It was all through Facebook. I don't even know how he we looked be... you up on Facebook and he friend I don't know requested how... you. you he says him? he says to this day that I friend requested him on Facebook. I don't remember friend requesting him. On do Facebook. you friend request random people? Because I do. I don't. Mm, I used to. I don't have no, done it in a while. I used to do it sometimes, just because you know when they put suggestions, you know yeah. people that you, and you think thought he was cute and you hit up. And then, and then that's what I used that's to do. That's how me and Colleen pretty much. That's we what school I used together, to do. But we didn't know each other. That's what I we, used she to do. She literally hit me up on Facebook and it was like you know yeah she just requested me and I wrote her a message hey 
That's yeah. how we got it. But that's how it happens. But that's good. I mean, you guys are definitely, you know, but seem like a good couple. We've, saw, we've known each other. I've known him since he was 14. Yeah, and but then... did you really know him? He came into your store to get a re- uh, re- guitar lesson. Yeah, but then we hung out with him. With I hung out with him years later when he was 24. And I was like in my 30s. And did it go I, we hung out for one night. But at that time, I didn't want to date anyone. Why not? I did be, because I was going through a lot of issues with dealing with men and relationships. And I didn't know what kind of relationship I wanted. Because I had so many bad relationships before with men and like family members and people in general. I just didn't know what a relationship consisted whether it was a relationship, whether it was a family member, whether it was like a father, mother, sister, brother. I just did not know what it was to have a relationship. And I think when Brian came along at that time, I just didn't want to have a relationship with anybody. I just just didn't want to have anything. Yeah. And I think that's why I didn't pursue anything. We hung out for one night and that was it and then anymore. And then he came back last November oh no actually last October when I had when I was sick with my hives yeah and then we just hung out we just hung out on this couch all day that's it we didn't do anything we just hung out on the couch and watched TV watched Halloween movies and that's it that's where it went I didn't want anything romantic because I was like I'm not ready to date anybody that's good that you realize that and you're not being codependent on somebody you yeah. know what I mean? Like, you're not like, oh, my God, I need somebody to fill my void. Yeah. Like, when I got out of the hospital, I was like, oh, my God, I got to get Colleen back. I need to, you know, get a get a job that pays a hundred grand and, mm-hmm. and buy a, a house and get yeah. Colleen back. And I'm just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm like, do I really need that? I'm like, yeah. I need to work on myself. You so, know? like, for me and Brian, Brian, like, for the longest time, like, I didn't, like, for me, it was just like, I didn't want to really want to date anybody. Didn't Were you attracted to him? to him? That's a good question. Yeah. But you were like, nah? Why didn't you guys just hook up? Because I just felt like... If you were attracted to him, he's in your apartment. You know, like, why didn't because you Because I up? didn't want to date anybody, I think. I think... And then the hooking up didn't really happen until later on, until I felt very, like, secure Do about. girls like to just randomly hook up? It all depends, uh, to be honest. Because I know guys, we love to stick our dicks in anything that walks. Yeah. But women is like, no, I need a connection. You know, like how strong of a connection do you need to pick to have a girl guy pick you up? I think night? it all depends also on your bipolar and where you are and stability. Yeah, let's uh, jump into that because because I know, like, when men bipolar, when I go crazy super, manic, I super sex like your yeah sex drive becomes like oh my god. I need when sex. I was super manic and stuff like that, I didn't give a shit. I would be like, all right, let's fuck and that's it. It's one night, be done. Yeah, that's I know, that's that was manic. it. That was it. Just yeah, one night be feel, done. It feels better when you're bipolar. Yeah. <laughs> it feels it like does. ecstasy. Yeah. So, so it's, it's like it's one great. day hooking up, deal, blah, 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 and then you're done. You're over it. And if it's like next, on to the next, you know. Yeah. You know, when you're really, I think it's the difference is when you're stable and you can think for yourself and ra- have rational thinking. Yeah. Then you're like, oh, I really need to think about this. But if, yeah. you're not, if you're not stable, you don't really want anything, then you, you know, get paid late. You know, get paid late, is it? <laughs> so I want to ask you something that I've asked the girl. We had a Sabrina on last episode. This really resonated with me. So you know I love Hunter Thompson. He's a writer. I'm trying to, like, do my writing thing with my book and stuff. You know, I have the 
I work on, you know, I've gotten, like, I have thousands of words. I'm almost done with it. Not almost. Another six months, I'll be done. But listen to this, okay? Happy, I muttered, trying to pin the word down. But it's one of those words, like love, that I have never quite understood. That's what Humpty Thompson said. Yeah. So happy, what is that to you? What is happy? How do you get happy? How do you be happy? And what's happy? To, what, you know what? That's a little too much. What's happy to you? Um, it's a weird question, right? <laughs> yeah, it is. It, is. it all depends. What do you think? Like, it all depends. Like, you know. What do you think? Because my definition of happy has changed throughout the okay, years. I like to hear. All right, that's cool. Because, like, you know, when I was, like, in the point where I was, like, I'm so manic, my life sucks, like, I don't, I can't be living this life of going to, going to school, like, being this life of, like, being upset, not being upset, and, duh, like, you want, I want it to be stable and normal, and then it's, like, why can't I just be a normal person? That will make me happy. What's normal, though? But because that's what it is. Like, what, what is normal? It is, what is normal? I think it's balance. You gotta find balance. Yeah, but That's for all. me, I was just like, I want to be normal. Me too. Me too. I don't want to be normal. That's I don't want to be. To me, normal is like, get up, go to your nine to five, come home on the weekends, you have a beer. I don't want to be normal. But I like be for me, like content. At I want to be. Where I was like, I want to be content. I want to say I want to be happy, but what is happy? I want to be content. Yeah. I want to be. I want to. I want to be fulfilled. You know what I mean? Like when reading. I, I want to read a book and be stable. Right, when I was mentally unstable and I was, like, really upset, I was just like, why am I, um, when I was unstable and mentally, and I was just like, I just, I just want to be normal, I just want to be normal, like, I'm being a human being, that will make me so happy, and that's what I want. Now, I'm just like, I don't even know what the fuck normal is. I'm like, all I want to do is, like, pay my bills, live where I live, and have a stable life. So that's happy for that's you. That's happy Pay your for bills, me. live a stable life. life. That's good. That's it. All right, that's happy for you. I like that. And another one, he said, that's it. That's simple. Simple life. That's yeah, it. I don't know if I want to live a, such a simple life. You know what I mean? I want to... I don't know what I want to do yet. I want to just some do people... something really cool. I want to have an impact. I want to... I want people to hit me up and be like, yo, I... Uh, I don't know why I need that recognition from other people. That's very bad. Yeah. I should get it within myself. You know what I mean? I think that's right. But I want people to hit me up and be like, yo, I liked what you did. That's cool. Or you did really good. Or I love compliments where I do. When I used to work, people yeah. used to be like, yo, my boss would be like, oh, that's good. And I would be, that would make me happy. You yeah. Know I mean? And stuff like that. And then another one um, he said was love. That's a tough one, too. Love. Love, love, could, be, love could be diff- in different moments of your life you know like love could yeah. be a partner the way your partner loves you yeah. or your, the way your parents See, I love you at, I looked at it like the big picture like love is like for me it was like I said something and then someone I said that it's something you love something so much you can't live without it but that's just like this girl said Sabrina that we had on last episode uh-huh. she was like is that codependency or is that love I'm like because in that moment like when you're with somebody for a year plus and you love them, you couldn't, you can't picture the world without them because you're with them all the time. So you love them, you can't picture the world without them. Yeah. And they're gone, and you got to keep it moving. So it's, but sometimes, that's really not love. sometimes, if you love somebody, have you ever heard this quote uh, when they yeah. like when you love no, somebody, it's like you got to let them yeah. go, and if they come back, it was meant to be. And sometimes, love out of love. You have to be the bigger person and sometimes let go 
to see if that love really mm. comes back yeah, to yeah. you. It has came back. And you, have to, you have to see if it comes she, back. Uh, she so, texts me. I text her, but that's about it. So we'll see if it comes back. I'm yeah. still hoping one day, maybe a couple of years. Who knows? Yeah. But uh, so, all right. So let's wrap it up. Uh, yo, that's amazing. We did 55 minutes. All right. All right. Before we go, though. Don't worry. We have more. Words of wisdom to the kids. What do we got? I'll go first. I'll let you think. Right. Words of wisdom to the kids. Let's see. I want to break down like a dope quote, but I can't remember anything. I can't say quote. No, no, no. I'm just saying I want to, but I don't remember. Be respectful to everybody. Be kind. You never know where, you know, if you're going to need help one day or treat everybody with respect. Not even to need help, just because it's a good thing to do. Treat everybody with respect. No matter if they're a CEO of a Fortune 500 company or they're a homeless person, treat everybody with respect. I don't know, for me, it's like, don't don't consider you a freak if you have mental health. Yeah, that's good. Like, don't consider yourself a freak if you have mental health. That's good. Because I think in in reality, those who are with men, those who have mental health are actually the true normal of of society. So don't consider yourself a freak if you have mental health. I like that. Mariah, Maria. So that's it for the day, guys. Uh, thanks. Till next time. Til next time. Uh, you can find. You want to give your Instagram? No. No. All right. <laughs> it's not that. It's not that popping anyway. Just hit him up, and then. <laughs> Let me know what you guys think if you watch this. And then I'll. I'll All right, guys. You. Take care. <laughs>